0: Episode of the Driftcast. I'm here today with my good friend Joe. What's up,
1: Joe? Dude, I am super excited to talk about the latest Nintendo Direct that just happened yesterday.
0: I know I had to like stop you from talking on our last podcast, which was a whole five minutes ago.
1: Man, it's and, and I mean I I'm just so excited to talk about the games that Nintendo talked about. We got a lot of cool things in during this direct, and I I really want I just can't wait to get through it all. But I mean I know first we have to do some housekeeping.
0: So, let's start with um, our toast. Uh, We're going to toast our Patreon producers. My name is Effing Mayo, MZ Nitro, CJ, the greatest Sony Pony of them all.
1: (laughs) He just named it CJ. I'm the greatest Sony Pony of them all.
0: And, of course, uh, we want to toast to this great, great, great uh, Nintendo Direct that we got.
1: Hell Yeah. Glug.
0: Yes, my water. I'm drinking water now. Cherry I'm cola not flavored. Anything. It's all right. So, I'm very touched. Uh, uh, you could have gotten something.
1: Nah, I'm too lazy. Uh,
0: okay, all right. No, that doesn't surprise me. So, uh, we're gonna run this. I'm gonna run this a little differently this time around because we do have a lot to talk about. With the direct. But uh, let's do cover what we should be playing in our Nintendo Switch. So what should we be playing?
1: So I'm playing Breath of the Wild, which I just got done talking about on the other podcast. Um, I know I'm like way behind the times and I'm like four years late to the Breath of the Wild train. But I think I finally I'm on it with my conductor's hat now, like pulling the horn and going. "Woo, woo!" This game is, <laughs> this game's this game is great. Like, I think I wasn't playing it right the first few times I attempted to play it. And I think now that I'm playing it without like with just paying attention to what I'm doing while I'm playing and like, I mean, like one of the first hurdles they really give you in the game when you're on the Great Plateau is it's like, okay, well, one of the shrines you have to unlock to get the paraglider is in the mountains, but the mountains are freezing cold and Link can't just go up there but you can't make anything yet until you get off the Great Plateau because they don't teach you how to do that yet. So the only way to really heat yourself up at that point is to find a torch, light it, and carry it. But you can only carry torches for so long because then you have to climb up something and you can't climb with a torch in your hand. So it's like all these things in your head and you're like, oh man. But the game is just so brilliantly put together. like
0: it,
1: It just makes you think about every little thing. Like, oh my God, I got four... I have four shrine orbs. Do I want to use it to get stamina or do I want to get more hearts? Like it it is, it's just so well put. It's like a well-crafted game for building a character. Like you're actually building link up as you play. And I think that's the thing that people don't get about this game. It's very different from any other Zelda game. in the fact that link starts out, well, it's like most games link doesn't really start out with much and you gain as you go. But in this, you don't just gain heart containers from beating shrines or beating. You earn um, spirit orbs from the to- from the sh- from the ruins from the shrines. And every time you collect four, you can trade them in for either a heart container or a piece of the stamina wheel. And I believe you can get up to three full stamina wheels and twenty seven hearts. But you c- you can't get a full twenty seven hearts and a full three stamina wheels. You can get, I believe. Or maybe you can get 30 hearts, but you can only get 27 and you can get three stamina wheels. I i don't know the exact math, but I know you can't get full hearts and full stamina wheel. I know you can get full hearts and full stamina wheels if you have the DLC. Is that correct? I, uh, that, I, don't,
0: I don't know. I, wow.
1: I think it adds enough shrines in the DLC that it gives you enough to get to max link out.
0: So uh, I like the way you put this. I mean, I really, really enjoyed the game. But the reason I like the game is that you can solve a lot of the puzzles in so many different ways.
1: I thought that was really cool, too.
0: Like, it's just not like, oh, because a lot of when you play Link, Link, the whole entire Zelda, Zelda is the entire series is almost the same every single time you play the game you got to do the water temple you got to do the fire temple you got to do this temple and you know once you solve it that's it that's that's the only way if you mess up solving it you got to start from the beginning and resolve it you, you know what i mean but this these the, the shrines give you so many ways to solve the game and the pieces including from anywhere from throwing things to doing the doing the mazes correctly to fighting it's just it just to me it's an amazing uh it's amazing work now a lot of people don't like this and it's especially tricky because he doesn't like this game because he says well he likes this game I'm sorry he likes this game he bashes this game and says he likes this game but it's not a Zelda game it's not really a Zelda game so do you do you still feel that it's not a Zelda game
1: no I feel it's very much a Zelda game and that it it uses the core systems of Zelda which is building up heart containers and going through different shrines or temples. And the shrines are, are many temples, but I know that when you do the, the, the divine beasts, they're pretty much just mini mini temples. And I know they're not super long, but I know they're very complex in the way that they're put together. And the, and the puzzle solving you have to do in them is kind of more upper level thinking more like some of the older zelda games do i think there should be temples like traditional or uh, traditional like dungeons in the next zelda game i do think they would add that extra level that this game is missing as far as like from a challenge perspective but i think the real challenge in this game comes from the fact that they don't hold your hand at all in this game they don't tell you where to go they give you one blip on the map and they go go there to speak to this person and then once you get past some of those points they don't give you anything they say go find these memories and they don't tell you where to go
0: Hmm. yeah
1: and the game is just pure exploration it's if anything breath of the wild is a and i don't i don't know if any people caught on to this it's really a reboot of the legend of zelda like the first game it's like what the first game would be if they made the first game today. You didn't know what bushes to burn. You didn't know what what uh, what cracks to blow up. You had to figure it all out. And this game truly encapsulates the feeling of Legend of Zelda. So to, I can no longer sit and say this is not a Zelda game. i've been
0: i've been arguing it left and right for years now for you i'm like it's a zelda game it's a zelda game it's a reboot
1: (laughs) it's really just a reboot like if you want to think of breath of the wild in the simplest terms like the name alone kind of tells you it's it's the breath of the wild like you have to you have to deal with so much more than just enemies in this game you have to deal deal with stupid fucking rain and lightning which absolutely infuriates me to no end, especially (laughs) when you need to climb shit and you can't climb it because it's raining or because you need to get to that one shrine that's like two feet away, but it's thundering and lightning and it will not stop thundering and lightning. Like it just keeps going. I'm like, I just let my Switch sit there for 25 minutes and I'm like, "It's, it's surely going to stop, right? No, no, it didn't. So I was like, all right, let me fly back to this place and then come back here later and it'll stop. No, it didn't. I was like, motherfucker. So I'm like, how do I get to this shrine? I'm like, I there must be some way to do it.
0: Once you're done beating the game, you should look up the speed run they did at the the, the latest games done quick.
1: Uh, is that the one where like they shoot themselves across the map? Yeah Use, using the uh the, the uh they shoot themselves to Ganon's castle using the uh the stasis, the stasis glitch, which the stasis thing is really cool. Like for those of you who don't know, like Link has I believe it's like five powers. It's Cronus, Stasis, Magnesis or Yeah, Magnesis. And then remote bombs. It's four. It's four. But they can be used different ways. Because they are remote bombs and then there's bombs you can drop. But it's really cool what you can do with stasis. So you can you can hit things with stasis and freeze them. And then you can whack them as much as you want. And the more you whack them, the further the projectile launches itself. And it's really cool because it comes in, um, it comes into play many times when you're in different uh, shrines. Like there's some where you have to knock things into place, and you have to get the projection just right from stasis to be able to do it. But you can also shoot it with a bomb if you know how to do that, or you can also hit it with an arrow. And like like Kalai was saying before, there's just so many ways to do everything in that game. I think it's I think the coolest thing I figured out, and I didn't do this to my first playthrough, but I did it this time. So here's here's a pro tip for you. So if you're starting out a new fresh save of Breath of the Wild, the quickest way to light all of the towers is to always go back to the Great Plateau to do it. And then jump off of the end closest to the tower you need to go to. So you're not trying to deal with all crossing all the elements that you would have to cross when you jump off the Great Plateau to get there. So you're not traversing as much because the Great Plateau is so small but it connects to all the ends of the map. So if you think of it, a genius tip would just be to go back there every time you want to go to a new area and jump off different spots of the Great Plateau and just glide in.
0: Now, have you done any of the actual the four shrines, the big shrines? The big- no, no.
1: I am, I am about. I would say I'm probably ten or fifteen hours into this third playthrough, and um, I'm enjoying myself more now than I ever was because I just have. I just have a respect for the game now that I didn't have before. And I feel like it's really as one of those games where like, you don't lose a lot playing it in handheld mode, except for one particular gripe in handheld mode. And it's those fucking gyro puzzles. Yeah. Not do them in handheld mode because you will make yourself, you'll make yourself sick because of how you have to like contort your switch and like the way your body feels while you're trying to contort it and get the ball to move in the right spot fucking i almost threw up twice doing that so <laughs> i was like oh well the controller had pro controller has gyro controls in it so let me try it that way 10 times better just do it that way and i don't talk about an old game and it's like old hat there was like oh i played this game like three years ago joe well i'm experiencing it for the first time now and i'm enjoying it and
0: for the third time
1: well the first time i'm actually trying it and really blocking out everything else and just kind of concentrating on breath of the wild except for when i'm recording i'm playing duke nukem but i'm recording i'm not gonna play breath of the wild while i'm recording i kind of want to enjoy that so i played that i actually got back into hyrule warriors because i'm sad and i just like going back to the well over and over again drink that stale water that's sitting at the bottom of the, the bowl and it's delicious as it ever was. It's a fucking great game. If you guys don't have it, you should pick it up. It's a, it's a media experience. A thousand hours to beat that thing. Well, a couple thousand. But um, I'm enjoy. I I actually just started going through all of the adventure mode maps, like the like the ver- the campaign maps, right? And I'm just trying to hundred percent all the campaign maps. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do right now. So I'm trying to concentrate on one piece of the game at a time now, and just beat each piece. And I, I'm sorry, not adventure mode maps. I'm trying to beat all the legend mode maps. So legend mode is like your story mode. That's where like your story is, where they do like cutscenes and they do the whole story of like, you know, how everything happened in Legend of Zelda: um, Hyrule Warriors. But I'm going through each map with each separate character. I'm leveling up to where I think they need to be, and then I'm beating those levels on hard mode because I need to do hard to get the golden scoltilas that I need on hard mode, but to get the fucking golden skulls, I need to bust out my fucking laptop to look up the fucking like qualification to get them to appear on the map, which are all fucking hidden. And the text is hidden from you because this game is fucking cryptic as fuck. And they don't want to just give things away to you. They want you to fucking go like my teeth and chatter and fucking want to rip the fucking controller walk across the flo- room because, oh, I thought I'd unlock the golden skull to the, but no, I didn't kill 150 enemies with special attacks before I beat the first fucking du- first fucking temple. I only beat 148, but there's no fucking tracker on the screen to tell me how many I'm fucking killing. So this is fucking mundane to begin with. Like the game is great, but it's just there's so many flaws that I would fix. <laughs> there's so many flaws that I could fix in this game just by being able to track the certain things that you're doing. Like if it if it had a tracker on screen that was like, Yeah, you have to kill 150 enemies, you've killed 138. That would be great. It's quality of life change. I think it would it would help the game immensely. And the game just needs to be less cryptic, but I think the crypticness ends like leads to why I love it so much and the replayability that it has. Like I just, I just love that game. I can, I can play that game forever. And I probably will. I'll probably play it for the entire lifetime of the Switch that I that I play my Switch.
0: So, funny story. I've been playing Moonlighter a couple of times. I wonder why. Is
1: this is the I last know. time I talked, to it on the, talked about it on this very show.
0: Wait, let me tell you the story. So, Jim was like, oh, Kalai, what made you just decide to start playing Moonlighter again? Was it because, you know, you just remembered you had the game? I was like, no. Joe and I talked about it. Now I want to play it. So, <laughs> idiot me. Here's the idiot funny story of Moonlighter. So I'm playing Moonlighter, and Carl and I are like, we're doing the whole, we're all into the shop thing. We're like, no, 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 that's not the right price. This is the right price. I'm like, should I, should I upgrade my, my store first, or should I upgrade my weapons first? I was going back and forth.
1: I know, right? There's, like, so many things you can do in that game, and, like, you're like, oh, oh, but I only have this much money, and then, oh, but I want to appraise this, and then, oh, man, but if I sell this back in the temple, I only get this much, but if I take it back to the store, I can sell it for this much, and it's just like, oh, man, the game is just so good!
0: I know, did you get, did you, Jim figured out all the tricks of selling stuff, so he imparted them to me?
1: Motherfucker! See, now you're cheating, because you're just using Jim's tricks of the trade to get you ahead of the game.
0: No, these are tricks that you should know from the game.
1: Okay, so you want to give it a just the tip right now?
0: Yeah, I'm going to do just the tip right now. So if you're playing Moonlighter, each item you put up for sale, do you ever look at the book?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Do you know the book gives you an idea of what your starting price should be?
1: Yes, and then it also tells you what the range should be for them to be happy and what it would be for them to be pissed off.
0: Right. But how do you figure out what your starting price is? What do you start at? Do you start out high? Do you start out low?
1: Um, uh, I tend to start out low just because I want to gauge whether they're happy or not. But I know starting higher is the better gauge because if they get pissed off, then you, then you know that you have to lower it.
0: Right. So if you look at where it is in the book, there's marks. And that mark will tell you what your starting price should be.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know if you realized it. If you look in your book, like in the first dungeon, you'll see like a mark that says 1275. If the item is over that mark, if you're looking at 12, 1300 gold. If it's below that mark...
1: It's less than that.
0: It's less than that. And depending where it is, if it's halfway from that mark, you're looking at like 600 gold.
1: So you just have to gauge it.
0: Off the book. So you look at the book. So like, yeah. You I, have wish to that,
1: I wish that the book, I wish that like one quality of life change for that game. Before. Like, and I love doing quality of life things, like, because I think it's just a, a fun thing to do when you talk about games. Like, what if the book updated itself as you were selling things?
0: What do you mean it does?
1: Does it? I don't think I ever look at it enough. Fucking A.
0: Yeah. And that's really important. You've got to find that sweet spot because that really drives a lot of your income. Well, I that's mean,
1: what it, that's what it does. Like the light up eyes, right? Like the...
0: No. If they're lighting up gold, the eyes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's not the sweet spot that says you're selling at a really good price and they're happy and they're so getting what's a the good sweet deal.
1: Spot? So what's the sweet spot then? What is the, what does it look like when they do that?
0: You'll see, the, it will just be happy. They'll just be happy. There won't be any gold signs in their eyes interesting so you might be underselling and you can tell if you look at the book if you look at the item there'll be a happy spot if that happy spot has a value in it that's your perfect sell point okay if it isn't that's not your perfect and you're underselling your items and as soon as so i realized that,
1: that's why they're so happy
0: yes and as soon as i figured that out i was making money hand over fist
1: Nice. I mean, I feel like once you make so much money in that game, it kind of like makes the game a, a little bit easier. It Kind of breaks some of the aspect no, of the no, game. no.
0: Because buy all the upgrades. So I was I was trying to buy the second upgrade for the for, for the store, and it kept saying that I needed to complete more dungeons, or you know, I needed to you know get like the, the you know I need to you know get low the first level first or you know i need to upgrade more i need to upgrade more and i need to complete more dungeons like this is stupid i'm on the third dungeon dude i never got the base one you I never forgot.
1: so you never beat the whole first dungeon
0: i did beat the whole first dungeon i beat the second dungeon i beat the third dungeon before i realized i was at store level zero and now i need to buy store level one
1: wow <laughs> You didn't level up, Kalai, you pulled a Joe.
0: I did pull a Joe. Wait a minute, level to... up. That's why I had to tell the story.
1: <laughs> gotta level up, guys. Remember, it's Joe's pro tip of the year. You gotta level up. Spend <laughs> your points. Don't be a Joe. Coming soon to the Loop store. <laughs> Don't be a Joe t shirt. Level up.
0: <laughs> I really want that T shirt. <laughs>
1: I want that on a mug now.
0: <laughs> All right. So shall we talk about this beautiful, beautiful Direct?
1: Have you played anything else on the Switch since the last time we uh, we played? Or no. We, we recorded?
0: No, I've been way too busy. I actually thinking?
1: haven't bought WarioWare sadly. I know I know all our listeners are shocked because I talked so much shit about how I'm buying it day one. I, it got pretty subpar reviews, so I wound up not picking it up. And I don't really have other people to play it with, so again, I didn't really pick it up, so I don't really have anything new to talk about. Are you getting So real quick, are you getting Metroid Dread next month? Are you going to pick it up?
0: I don't know yet.
1: Like, I'm highly considering getting it, but there was so much stuff in this direct I want to buy. That I don't know if, and it's all co- a lot of it's coming out soon. That I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I want Metroid now. I want to see how it reviews, and I want to see how long it is.
0: So I will be in Vegas when it when it drops.
1: I mean, you can play it on the plane.
0: I could, but I am going to be playing. I just learned. So this is for those that didn't listen to the other show yet, or haven't listened to the other show. I have just learned that. Uh, Hades is cross-save with PC and Switch, and it currently is on sale. So I'm going to be buying Hades and transferring my save file so I can put Hades on the plane.
1: Nice. Hades is amazing on the Switch. For those of you who don't have Hades, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you want to Switch, go buy Moonlighter. Go buy Hades. I mean, roguelites are making a, making a huge, huge comeback. You know what game I would like to have a roguelite, lie? Like, just to talk about it for a second. How cool would like a shovel knight roguelike be?
0: Insane. <laughs> it's already hard as it is.
1: I would want it so bad. Like I if I could make a game, I would make a shovel knight roguelike. They they're making shovel knight everything else, card game, a fucking uh 3 3 versus uh 3 a ma- uh, 3 versus a uh, 3 by 3 match game. Roguelike should be next, you know. Make it, you know. We want it. <laughs>
0: I can't see uh, I can't see your face because you don't have the camera back. There you go. There
1: you go. I fixed it. Sorry guys. Little technical difficulties. I'm just being lazy.
0: You are. Oh, so can we talk about the direct now? Cuz you know I want to talk about the first thing that was announced at the direct.
1: Dude, the whole the whole thing was full of bangers, like left and right.
0: Not debate about that. But the first thing it started off was Monster Hunter Rise DLC.
1: Dude, and not only DLC. This is not just DLC. It's a... As they put it, a massive expansion. And they literally go, it's paid. They're like, no, you're not getting it for free. It's massive. You're going to have to pay for it. I'm thinking this is going to be 40 bucks. $40. bucks.
0: i am alright with that.
1: I'm alright with that too. If it's $60, i am alright with that. With the amount of content I've got out of just playing the base game, I think... I would sink another 100 hours into this.
0: Yeah, I got to actually beat the base game.
1: I have to finish it, too. We should fi- we should finish that. Maybe we should finish that first before we finish before we start Marble.
0: Well, I'm close. I only have Lenostra to beat on the on the on the.
1: I have like a rank and a half left and I'm done. It's not I'm not far behind, but I should need to finish it, too. It's one of those games that I played so much when it came out and I just burnt myself out on it.
0: I think burn myself out. I hurt myself with my arm and I couldn't play anymore, so like I was afraid to pick it up and play and hurt myself again.
1: got to you got to pace yourself.
0: I know, and you know I can't pace myself.
1: I mean, it's hard to. Video games are addicting. I know. It's true.
0: All right, speaking of pacing yourself, the next game is Mario Party Superstars.
1: So I am jazzed. So they announced that we're getting N64 maps. From the old N64 game back in this one. They also officially announced that the entire game will be online. And, and there's a minigame mode now where like you go in and you can like compete online to see who wins the most mini games in a row. I thought that was fucking cool. It's like a streak thing. It's the like only you-
0: problem I have is right now they said there's only five boards in the game.
1: <sighs> I'm hoping. That they're gonna add to it, but like we said on Loot Bros this week, I am not optimistic that they will add to Mario Party. Like it's always one of those franchises that never gets more maps, more boards, more anything. So I don't know if they will add more. I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping even if we have to pay. So if we had to pay twenty five dollars for every five maps they added, I would do it, Clyde. Wholeheartedly. But
0: but it's sixty dollar game for five maps. Why are they counting a game called Superstars, where we're going to take all the best game, best games of but the we series? Only five
1: maps, I, I and get for it. Too. Five maps, I get it too. Uh, I'm giving them my sixty dollars because I'm a stupid Nintendo fan, and that's what we do. But ultimately, I think I'm just on board for this one because it's Mario Party. It's true core essential Mario Party. No bullshit carts. No bullshit gimmicks. It's all button-controlled minigames. No bullshit. You need to have the fucking gamepad laid out. Or the fucking Switch. Uh, uh, you can only play it on the Switch. Uh, one person has to play on the TV. Like, it, No, there's no fucking gimmicks. It's all rudimentary button-controlled minigames. That are really skillful or really dumb luck and bullshit. And it's going to drive people to kill their friends and maybe divorce their wives or you know separate from their spouses because this is mario party people this is real mario party again get ready to kick people in the face or if you're playing drunk mario party get ready to get drunk this game's gonna be awesome
0: i think i'm gonna wait to see the actual reviews
1: how about i just buy it and bring it over and we could just play it together one night and you can see how it plays absolutely because we can do that. Because we have between you, me, and Jim, we got three people there. We have Carl. That's four. We already got a full. We got a. already got a full game.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Carl would absolutely so, play. So
1: let's let's do it. Let's plan to do that when it comes out, and then we'll do that. Well, maybe we we'll even write, 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 invite Roberto over. Maybe who knows? He won't want to leave. So <laughs> tread lightly. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I thought I thought it was really cool. I thought the game I I I just love Mario Party. I can't I can't say tell you how much I love Mario Party and I just can't wait to play this.
0: The next one was kind of a surprise, and I have to download the uh, the actual demo. Voice of the stars. Voice of stars.
1: I downloaded the demo, I played the demo. This is a Kali ass game, if there was ever a Kali ass game. So <laughs> So basically <laughs> It's so this is a Square game, a Square Enix game, which blew me away. I was like, "Oh, cool! Square's making a tabletop RPG." But not only is it a tabletop RPG, it's a tabletop RPG that is controlled by a card deck, and you actually go through the cards as you go through the game. So like you're traveling on the cards, and as you travel, you fight enemies with your cards, and it's it plays really well. It's really fucking cool, and I am buying this. It's only thirty bucks, I think. Uh, I think it was, yeah. I think it's only thirty. Oh, wow, really? And it comes out October 29th, I believe. So it's like really soon.
0: So wait, they actually produced a uh, Square Enix produced a role playing game that wasn't sixty dollars.
1: Yes, yeah. It's it's not it's not expensive. Let me check the price really now, right, real real quick while we're talking.
0: Sure. Uh,
1: now so you probably ever switch closer to you than I do.
0: No, my Switch is downstairs because I was playing downstairs earlier.
1: So the uh, game really caught my eye because one, it's made by Square and they're the masters of RPGs. And I think it's going to be an excellent game. And it's one of those games where I was like, I need to buy the demo because I was like, I want to play this. And then I played it and I was like, man, this is fucking sweet.
0: So the next game, while you look that up, next game, I don't think we're going to talk too much about um, Disco Elysium.
1: I'm gonna buy it, because I, ne- I haven't gotten to play this yet, because I don't have anything that can run it. I mean, I have PS4, and I can play it on there, but I, I really want to play this game. And I know you played it, haven't you?
0: I played it, yeah, I played a good amount. I It's it freaking of- amazing. It's def- it's definitely different, though. It's like a h- it's really hardcore tabletop role-playing game. So the a- there's not a lot of action.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: uh after that was the High hyrule High warriors dlc
1: well i marked out for this i'll buy it it's hyrule warriors take more of my money you can actually play as different character. you can you actually i guess you get to play as i believe you get to unlock um impa now so that's pretty fucking cool so i'm excited about that i'm excited about getting to play as like young impa so i think that's really cool It looks like you're getting a whole bunch of story DLC as well. So I think that's really cool. Whereas like the last piece of DLC was fucking garbage. So I already own the DLC pack. So I get it for free. Because it's part of the whole season pass. So if you already have the season pass. You're already getting it anyway. So it's something to look forward to. I believe that comes out on October 29th as well. Or October 12th. It's like one of those two dates. It's soon though. It's Very very soon. Uh, The next one
0: was... I was not excited about this. The Chocobo racing thing, that was just looks stupid to me. So
1: I watched the Direct with Corey and Corey's wife via PlayStation, which is funny. I'm watching Nintendo Direct via PlayStation using YouTube. Uh, but I marked out so hard for Chocobo GP because I love Chocobos and I love racing. And it's like a cute Chocobo kart racing game. And it looks absolutely phenomenal. I think the one thing I could take away from this whole Direct is like Square is fucking killing it right now they're making a lot of games and they're making a lot of quality games but if they're putting all these games in these directs what are they going to show us at tokyo game show because they have a whole fucking conference so i don't know what they're showing us they just showed us like four of their games today whatever i mean <laughs> nintendo get a nintendo i i i thought that it looks pretty cool I think this is actually budget too. I don't think this is a sixty dollar game. I think it's either thirty or forty. I couldn't remember. I looked. I looked up all the prices of all the games because so I was interested of how much Nintendo was gonna freaking bleed me for but from this direct.
0: Th- here's the thing with the Chocobo Racing. Uh, to me, it looked m- like a reskinned almost Mario Kart, and so but, at that point, there, uh,
1: so is there anything wrong with that? Like, like let's be real.
0: Well, if I was gonna play Mario Kart, I in Mario Kart. What I want to know is why didn't they take the Chocobo and put it as a DLC into Mario Kart? I think that would have been a little bit cooler. Uh,
1: because they can't keep bleeding that stone to death. Like they got they got to stop. Yes, they can.
0: It's Nintendo. How many rare iterations of Mario Party? How many iterations of
1: Mario Kart uh, do we have?
0: Racing. How about Animal uh, Animal Crossing? They will beat that thing to death.
1: Different, I think it's a different story. Pokemon. Different it's a different game every time. Oh yeah, okay. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. (laughs) Keywords kind of with Pokemon.
0: Uh after that they announced Kirby in the Forgotten Realm.
1: This was the highlight of the entire conference. Like I I love Kirby to death, but I can't stand Kirby games anymore because they become so mundane and easy. And like that, you just beat them in five seconds, and I'm not paying sixty dollars to beat a game in five seconds and have no absolute challenge. This game looked fun for those of you who didn't see the direct, or, or or if you want me to, you know, go in more detail of what this was. It was an open world Kirby game, full 3D open world. They zoomed in on Kirby on an island. I was like, first I thought we were getting Kingdom Hearts on the Switch, and I marked out a little bit for that. Then they showed Kirby, and I was like, okay. They said there was going to be like Kirby game leaked that there was going to be a Kirby game in this. I didn't get my hopes up because every Kirby game is sucked except for the free ones. They keep giving us the free ones are great. Like, did you, did you play that uh, Kirby smash brothers clone or not uh, the Kirby monster hunter clone that they have? So
0: so funny story. I've never played a single Kirby game.
1: Go play the Kirby monster hunter clone with me. It's dope. So like you hunt Kirby monsters as Kirby's. So you, (laughs) each person plays as a different Kirby and you have you can put on different suits and have different weapons and stuff, and you can level them up. And like, it's like gotcha, it's got like like kind of like gotcha mechanics in it, where like you don't really roll for different characters, but like you have to you have to use money or you have to beat enough guys in game to get more currency to buy better weapons to fight higher level ma- monsters. It's really like Monster Hunter with Kirby. It's absolutely fantastic. And, and, and I can't remember the name. It's Kirby Super Clash is the name of it. It's really fucking cool. You should check it out. But anyway, getting back to Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, the game just looked gorgeous. Just absolutely over-the-top gorgeous. Um, Kirby gets different abilities like he always has, but you can use those to uh, solve puzzles and kill enemies like you always could. But it's all just in 3D, and it just looked all oh, fucking beautiful. It's like they took the engine that they created with Mario Odyssey, and they applied it to Kirby. It's absol- It looks absolutely phenomenal. I- I'm day one purchase. It comes out in uh, spring of 2022 so far. So that's the spring of 2022 game. So we're getting our first 2022 game of the direct. And I hope this comes out in spring because there's really, there's not a lot of Nintendo stuff coming in spring. So I'm super excited for this. I'm going to buy this day one. I'm I'm jazzed for a Kirby game for the first time in a long time.
0: I think there's a good amount coming in spring.
1: I think there is in this direct, but we haven't gotten there yet. That's That was our first game that got announced. Okay.
0: Spring. The next game was Mario Golf
1: updates, which I don't think we care about, right? Almost, maybe by Mario Golf that day.
0: But if you they didn't. would have
1: put so so for those of you who don't know, they added two more courses and they added two new characters. The two new characters were uh, Koopa Troopa, and Ninjaga, or Nin, 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 Ninj, Nin, Ninja, 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 whatever. It's like this little like. I don't know how to explain him. I don't I don't really know who Ninja Ninja is. I know I played I a buff Mario games. I should know who he is, but I don't. I didn't know who he was either. Yeah, whatever. Who fucking cares? Uh, but Koopa Trooper, I want to play as. But if they would have announced my, mu- my, 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 my number one bro, Shy Guy, I would have bought the game. Hands down. Would have been like, Shy Guy, this is my money. Bam. Put it on the counter. <laughs>
0: Take my money, Nintendo.
1: Take my money. If Shy Guy is in any game, I will buy it.
0: Alright, after that they announced Disney Magical World, which Fuck I don't care about. Is. Okay, next. Now, this one, the next game was really, really interesting and I found really, really funny. Because this game caused a lot of people to buy PlayStation 5s. And then it was announced for the Switch. And that's Knights of the Old Republic. It's not exclusive to PlayStation. Wrong. Okay, oh, okay, okay. So
1: this is just a port of the original version of kotor this is nothing it's not the remastered version this is just a port of the original game because oh. it, it comes out in november like this just comes out in november and it's uh it's only 15 bucks so if you've never played kotor and you want to play kotor and all you have is a switch kotor is a fucking amazing game go buy this 15 bucks is a steal for kotor for the amount of content you're getting and the game you're getting it, but yes, to to tell you that it's not the same as the PS5 exclusive game or the PC version, it's, it's just the original version of KOTOR
0: okay, I wasn't sure
1: but, the biggest thing to take away from this is EA no longer owns the rights to KOTOR because this is again, a ma- made by the same people who are making the remake
0: so I have a question, at what age did you play KOTOR?
1: So, I played KOTOR in high school. So, I think I was, like, 14 when I played KOTOR.
0: Could you imagine a day where you'd take a game like that and be able to play it anywhere? Could you imagine taking KOTOR to school?
1: Bus rides would have been a hell of a lot more fun. Right. Imagine, like, imagine, like, these kids nowadays, they can bring their Switches and their PS Vitas on the bus. Like, I don't know why you'd bring a PS Vita. That shit's dead. Sorry, Daryl. But, um... Yeah, you could bring a Switch on the bus and play all the way to school. Like, that's fucking dope. I, I had to read. I had to fucking play a Game Boy. And I had to have light to play the Game Boy. Fuck back it. in my day. F- back in my day, you had to have a fucking, you had to fucking put a mag light around your fucking neck to play a Game Boy in the dark. Fuck that. You didn't have no backlit Game Boys. Fuck that shit. Like, that shit didn't come for a while. I, dude, th- these fucking glasses right here. This is from playing 120 hours of fucking Pokemon underneath my blanket when I was supposed to be sleeping. Yep, yep, using a Magalite. (laughs) That's why I wear fucking glasses today, people. Because I had to play Pokemon instead of going to sleep.
0: Oh, God. Alright. The next one, I'm not really sure what it is. Maybe you know what it is. Always remember, stay human.
1: Oh, uh, that's not... (laughs) So that was the tagline for it. It, it's actually that they're releasing a cloud version of Dying Light 2 on the Switch.
0: Oh, I had that next. That was the tie. Oh,
1: that's the run for it. So, they're releasing Dying... This was, this was a shocker, too. They're releasing a dumbed-down cloud version of Dying Light 2 on the Switch, which shows you that the, the power of the, the cloud can make it so Switch doesn't have to stay in the past. They can kind of have this, like, middle ground where they might if people are willing to dumb down their games just enough to let them cloud stream them, they po- it's possible to still run them.
0: You don't I don't think you need to, do you really need to dumb it down?
1: I think you need to dumb down the textures a little bit cuz I don't think you would be able to get like the full ray tracing and all that off of the Switch version, but I think it's really I think it's really just because they're still making PS4 versions of things and the Switch can run a PS4 game on the cloud.
0: Right. Okay, oh, so- re-
1: control and it runs great on the Switch with the cloud. Like, I played it for an hour on that demo, and I thought it played pretty damn well. Like, I didn't have any lag. There was no, like, stuttering or anything like that. It played it played very well. The textures weren't that muddy or that bad. They weren't the greatest, but, like, you're playing it on a Switch. What the fuck do you, what the fuck do you people want? It's a fucking Switch. Like.
0: <laughs> right. So if you could play this on a different.
1: Yes. Uh, if, I mean, if you're going to play fucking Dying Light 2, play it on a fucking PS5 or an Xbox One. Don't be, don't be fucking, don't be a chode. Like don't or, be fucking. Or a PC. Stupid. Yeah, or that. Or that fucking devil device. Yeah, play it there. <laughs> the <devil device. laughs>
0: Alright, next we have a release date, sort of, for
1: Triangle Strategy. I fucking I went nuts for this. It looks absolutely phenomenal. I love how the first thing Nintendo goes. is we heard, what you, we heard what you said. And then they were like, you can change the fucking camera angles in battle. And I was like, that was my number one flaw with the demo. as you could not change the goddamn camera angle. And you were stuck in this one view. And you couldn't see where everyone was on the map. And it was so fucking asinine and annoying. They fixed that. Um, the game just looks super crisp. And then they were like, March 4th, 2020. And I was like, fuck yes i cannot wait to play this game this will finally replace this is like so this game will be what everyone bitched about for fire emblem being too like like hordy-torty and too like oh well you have to do all this base building shit and all these stupid quests you want a game that's just hardcore play and tactics levels this is what you're this is this is is you you want this is the closest we'll ever get to final fantasy tactics unless the rumor is true and at Tokyo Game Show, they're announcing that they're redoing Final Fantasy Tactics, which I, I heard is a rumor. But if they're not, this is the closest you're going to get. And I think if you're a hardcore turn-based or a tactical turn-based RPG player, you're going to want this game. Kali, this is this is definitely a game that you're, you're going to need to pick up.
0: Yeah, and this is coming in your spring.
1: Yeah, this is the second one for spring. Early spring, but definitely spring.
0: Uh, yes, I'm definitely going to be picking
1: up. This it looks so game. good. Play the demo. If you haven't played the demo yet, I would say check the demo out. It's pretty yeah, fun. Again,
0: it's on my list. I, th- I think it's really
1: cool how like you can like, if you see a puddle on the ground, you can use your electric, your like your lightning to shock the ground, and it and it hurts everybody that's standing in the puddle of water. So fucking cool. Like it's just cool. Very cool game. Can't wait.
0: All right. Next, we get more on Dread. Which I um, dope. I know, but like, I have the feeling like you're showing Dread. People were already excited for Dread. You don't need to show more Dread.
1: Nintendo and Nintendo wing. I'm telling you, this is what they do. <laughs> PlayStation did the same fucking thing in their conference. So like, oh yeah, we're going to show the game that comes out in two days. We're going to show you lots of Deathloop because it comes out in a week. Nintendo did the same thing. We're two weeks away from Dread and they're like, here, here's what Dread looks like. Go buy Dread. Yeah. Go pre order Dread.
0: Alright, so honestly, honestly,
1: when they were doing <laughs> so when they were doing that, they should have had a thing that ran across the bottom. If you didn't buy dread yet, go buy dread. Go to dread <laughs> here at this address. Like I, I feel like that's all they keep doing with dread. But they showed a lot of gameplay and it looked fucking great. It run it looks like it runs super smooth. I I really want an OLED to play this. Like, oh, it's gonna look so good. <laughs> I want it so bad. Claw, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can not get one. Like I, I want one so bad. I have an excuse to finally get a new Switch because I need a nine-hour battery life Switch, and that's going to have nine hours. So kind of want to make the jump, but I don't know if I want to make the jump because I'd rather buy more games than make the jump. But I kind of want to make the jump, so I'm thinking about it. But you but, have so many games. But here's the problem. So my wife my wife and I were talking, and my wife's like, what's the number one thing you have with your Switch that you love about your Switch? I was like, what? She's like, you're Satisfy Grip. She's so like, is that gonna work with the OLED model? And I go, motherfucker! I can't play the Switch without my Satisfy grip. So if I don't have a Satisfy grip for the new OLED Switch, I can't get it yet. Isn't I, it
0: the same size?
1: I think it's a little bit bigger. Is it just the screen bigger? Is it is it the same dimensions and everything? I guess it would have to be the same dimensions if it's. I don't know. Is it the same dimensions? Because it doesn't look. It looks a tad bit bigger. It does. I'm not sure if that's true. If it's if it's totally the same dimensions, then um, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna go buy it then. But uh, I want, but I wonder if the way the Satisfy grip is shaped that it'll affect the the screen because the bezel is the bezel is more trimmed down on that, and the bezel accounts for how big the grip is for the Satisfy grip and how big the, like the grips on the bottom are that like lock the switch in place. I wonder if that's gonna affect like the model, and they're gonna have to remodel it with the OLED. Like, in consideration. You know what I mean?
0: It's 0.8 inches bigger.
1: Yeah, so it's not going to fit. There is no room for error in the Satisfy Grip. It's perfectly designed. Gotcha. And if you don't have a fucking Satisfy Grip, this is Joe's pro tip of the day. Go fucking buy one. It will change your life. Ch- just have like a regular grip. Life. I'm going to buy you one. I- and I will send it to you. And I will change your mind. And you will never use anything else with your Switch ever again. And you will want to play in handheld mode more than you will want to use a TV. Because the grip just makes... it just... It, it's, it's like... It's a piece... Of, it's, it's fucking amazing. I love that fucking thing.
0: Alright, yeah, sure. I'll give you my address. Please send me one. I would love okay. for you to send me one. You
1: know what? If I buy a different color one, I'll send you my old one.
0: I gotta have blue, though.
1: I'll send you a blue one. Thank you. I think they make a blue one. I'll, I'll check. I'll check.
0: Alright, next is the N64 games. So i'm a little i'm going back and forth on this one
1: so this was an intriguing announcement because so, so it's like okay hey everybody we're adding a library to the nintendo switch online service and then they're like nintendo 64 and everyone's like yay because everyone wanted it for so long and then they jazzed this up about getting game boy games so everyone's getting hyped about that and then they turn back and give us N64, and I'm like, motherfucker, I want a Game Boy games now. Make up your wait, mind.
0: Wait, why did they, they give us Mario 64 as one of the
1: first games? Because Nintendo getting a fucking Nintendo. Again. Like, you gotta <laughs> get all your core titles. Where's Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey? That's what I want. Where 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 is Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey? Just give me that. I don't want anything else.
0: And, you know, what I don't understand is it's releasing in October.
1: Of course, because, you know, everything else is released in October too.
0: But they didn't give us any more details.
1: How much is it going to cost? I think we're going to Well, they they did say that there's going to be more details to follow. I think we're going to have a mini direct that's going to tell us everything that's coming. I thought it was cool that for once. So not only did they announce Nintendo 64 games, then they were like, motherfuckers, you're paying more for this service. Oh, and we're adding Sega Genesis games. And then I was like motherfuckers, I have the Sonic Genesis collection on my Switch that has all these fucking games. What are you going to give me that's not in that? Because you're not giving me Sonic 3 because of that Michael Jackson music. You're not giving me that, so... What are you going to give me that the Sonic collection doesn't have? Or the Did Genesis? The
0: games? Cl- what happened? Did you see the list of games?
1: I didn't look. Actually, you want to run down the list of the N64 games? I know that it was... Marvel. I have...
0: I have them both. I have the Genesis and the Sega because they announced it on Twitter.
1: Did they? Do you have the N64 games? Yeah, I have both. All right, can you announce? Let's go through them
0: Super Mario 64. Okay, classic. Mario Kart 64.
1: Fucking amazing game.
0: Star Fox 64. There's your Star Fox game. Well, I mean, y- Yoshi's Story.
1: Shit, I hate that game.
0: Zelda Ocarina of Time.
1: Most overrated game of all time, but keep going.
0: Win back.
1: Winbacks, a good first-person shooter. It's actually a decent game.
0: Mario Tennis.
1: Fucking amazing.
0: Dr. Mario 64.
1: No, it's not the best Dr. Mario, but it's good. Serviceable.
0: And one other game, let me see, which I can't really read.
1: Sin and Punishment.
0: Oh, yes, Sin and Punishment. Fantastic
1: on-rail shooter. Fantastic game. Uh, It actually came to the Wii, and when they remastered, when they... Did sin and punishment too for the wii um but yeah i think i think that's a decent list to start off with i think you're missing honorable mentions but they also scrolled a whole bunch that are coming after that which i thought was pretty cool too do you have that list or no
0: no this is what nintendo
1: officially tweeted so they actually scrolled through a whole but did you watch that portion of the director did you did you only get the news on? That i part?
0: didn't get to the point to that that's one that's okay
1: sorry. so I'll, I'll let listeners know that they actually scrolled a whole bunch of titles like like, box art, during when they reveal the N64 games, we're also getting Mario Tennis eventually, which, that's the best Mario Tennis game, is the 64 one.
0: Didn't I just say that?
1: Or Mario Golf, I'm sorry. Mario Golf. We're getting the first Mario Golf game. We're getting, uh, eventually, we're gonna get Banjo-Kazooie, which opens up the Floodgate, that we could get Mischief Makers. It opened, uh, Donkey Kong 64 is eventually coming. Um, there, there's a lot of stuff. I hope we get Wave Race. I hope we get Cruisin' the USA. There's just a whole bunch of games I hope we get. I really hope that we get.
0: The Genesis side looks good too. Have you seen the Genesis games?
1: No, go through those, please.
0: Oh, Okay, alright, Joe, let's see. Let's There's see a we...
1: lot, I know. They announced a lot of Genesis games.
0: Well, well, let's see if I give Joe a heart attack here. Castlevania Bloodlines.
1: I mean, I already have it because the Castlevania collection, but I mean, I'll play it again.
0: Uh, The Contra Hardcore? Hard Corps?
1: I already have it from the Contra collection, but there we go.
0: Doctor. Oh, God, it's it's so faded. Doctor something. I'm sorry. Do Dr. You Dr. Franken, you think? B robotic or. or oh, Dr. Robotics. Or robotic
1: machine. Yeah, that's in everything. I have that. It's a great. It's a great Puyo Puyo uh, game, but it's pretty good.
0: Echo the Dolphin.
1: I hate that game. It's a fun game, but I hate it. Golden Axe. Golden Axe is amazing.
0: Gunstar Heroes.
1: Fantastic game. Meshua? Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, Musha. Musha. Musha is an awesome, really fucking super expensive Sega game. Probably one of the most expensive Sega games. Really cool that they included Musha. I feel like they always do this, though. Nintendo always now includes, like, a super expensive-ass game into their collections now to make it seem like you're getting more bang for your buck when they're really just giving you a fucking ROM of something. They ain't gonna cost them anything. Except rights. Musha's a dope-ass, like, Ninja Guide style um... Uh, Side-scrolling action game. It's fucking dope. Strider. Strider's dope. Strider's a really fucking dope game.
0: Streets of Rage.
1: Amazing. Again on the Sonic collection, though.
0: Sonic two.
1: Okay, where's Sonic three?
0: Shinobi three.
1: I would rather have had Shinobi one and two. I I don't. I like Shinobi three. It's a really good game. But I want if I'm if you're gonna get them all, I would just want them all. Honestly, if you're gonna give me one, if you're gonna give me three, give me two and one. Shining Force. Amazing game. Ristar. Amazing game, but also all these games so far have been on the Sonic Collection. Or on the Sonic Collection.
0: (laughs) Fantasy Star 4.
1: On the Sonic Collection. Oh, really? Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's all I have for for those ones.
1: Yeah, too much of this stuff is already on the Sonic Genesis Collection. Or whatever the hell it's called. The Mega, Drive, the Mega Drive Collection or the Master System Collection. Whatever whatever the fuck the name of that collection is. I can never remember the name of it. A lot of these games are already on there. So if you already own that, you're not getting too much with these quote-unquote free games. Which they're not free because now you have to pay a new undisclosed price for these. Which they haven't told us what it is yet. Which I thought was kind of like a shit move. They're like, oh yeah, yeah you're getting all these games. But we're not going to tell you how much they are yet.
0: That was what annoyed me.
1: I was like, why not? Like what are you hiding? Like and like okay, so let's 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 play a little bit of how much should we pay for this? So Kali, how much is an acceptable price for them adding two new libraries to the Nintendo Switch online service? Like how much are you willing to spend over the $20 a year you're already spending or for your case the $24 cuz think or you have the family plan, right? 35 or 35 I'm That's sorry, right. yeah, 35.
0: I'm thinking ten dollars a year. More? Yeah.
1: I think it's gonna be twenty four ninety nine. I don't think they're gonna go super high over. Maybe it will be ten dollars more. So maybe it'll be, what that would be thirty dollars a year for basic customers, and then forty five for family plan members. I don't think that's mm-hmm. too much to ask when you are getting online, and then you are also getting like three library, four libraries now because you are getting Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, and n sixty four.
0: Right. And uh to be perfectly honest with you, if I if if it adds ten dollars, that's ten dollars over um over twelve twelve month period, which isn't bad. And no. in fact somebody uh Carl was just complaining how he was like, This is stupid, that they're gonna charge me more money for ROMs when I got them for free, blah, 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 blah. I said, Yeah, I said, but you know, if you look at play, if you look at PlayStation or Xbox, you're paying fifteen dollars a month.
1: Or, or you're paying, but, but okay, so you're paying fifty dollars a month. But with PlayStation, you're also paying sixty dollars a year on top of that to play to play online. Because there's not there's not bundled together yet, so they're still well behind the times. So Where like their subscription at their subscription based uh platform and their online base pa- and their online subscription are not bundled together yet. So like, Nintendo has the best deal out of everyone right now, except well, except made for Game Pass. But like Nintendo's doing pretty well. Like even if it was thirty five dollars for a family for an entire year, you're still undercutting Sony by more than half.
0: Mm hmm. For a lot of games.
1: For a lot of games.
0: And since I do have that family thing going, I probably you know probably be worth it.
1: Exactly. So you're already making out. You're, you're you you've already made your money. So it doesn't matter doesn't matter to you. You're just getting more free shit. Well, quote-unquote, free shit because you're paying for it, but, like,
0: yeah. Alright, so next, I don't... Apparently, this was the launches today that you love from Nintendo.
1: So this... This is the point of the show when Joe lost his ever-loving shit.
0: So I've never heard of this game, so you're gonna have to tell me about this game. I didn't really... This is the part of the Direct I did not get a chance to watch. Uh, Act... Razor uh, Renaissance.
1: Renaissance. So, Ack is one of the best Super Nintendo games ever made. Ever fucking made. So, this is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games growing up. So, basically, Ack is a two-fold game. The first fold is a side-scrolling action game. And the second part is a Sims-like game. A world-building game. And the world-building aspect gives your character uh, more level more um strength all that stuff based on you know the people in your town what they're doing for you and then that affects when you go back into the game and you go kill more stuff like you're stronger you have more stuff like it just really intertwines really well I, it's it, you would like it clie you would like it and it's only it's only 30 bucks like it's it's a pretty cheap game for being a remaster i was blown away by this i was shocked that this got a remaster because I thought we would just get Razor as part of the Super Nintendo collection eventually. And we didn't. And I was kind of bummed. But
0: uh, After that, we have Castlevania Advanced Collection.
1: Yeah, fucking, this is where I blew my load. Yep, right here. I fucking <laughs> love Castlevania. Huge Castlevania fan. Huge Castlevania Advanced fan. Even bigger Castlevania DS fan. But Castlevania Advanced is where it all really, like, started to come back for Castlevania castlevania was dormant for a long 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 time and then konami was like let's make these sweet ass castlevania Metroidvania style games on the game Boy advanced and they made them and i played all three of them as a youngin because they came out when the game boy advance was out so i was uh, my 11 12 13 around that age and these were pretty pretty challenging i liked them a lot uh it's three full games plus you get the Game Boy Advanced version of Castlevania X that only I believe it only released in Japan. I don't think we got it here. That comes in this too. So you're getting four Castlevania games. You're getting um, Circle of the Moon. I think it's Aria of Sorrow, and oh fuck, I don't remember. What is the third one? I don't remember the name of the third one. Fuck. How much?
0: How much is the, the collection?
1: It's only twenty bucks. It's the same price as the last collection, Clyde. It's the same price as the other Castlevania collection. It's only twenty bucks. Corey was like, "There's no way it's be twenty bucks. Game Boy Advance games you can't sell it for twenty bucks." I'm like, "This is Konami. Konami don't sell their classic collections for any more than twenty bucks. They've sold every single one so far for twenty bucks, and they're keeping the trend alive." I'm hoping this sells astronomically well, like the last one did. I'm hoping it gets a limited run release on PS4 because I will buy it, just like I bought the limited run release for Castlevania for PS4. Because I already had the digital for Switch, so I was like, well, how would I buy it on PS4? Well, I'll, I guess I'll buy the physical version. I'll pay more for it, because I love Castlevania. Absolutely one of my favorite game franch- franchises of all time. And these games are absolute must-plays if you love Castlevania. And you love Metroid, and you've never played Castlevania. I think this is a really good starting point for people who haven't played Castlevania. Kalai, I think you would like Castlevania, because you like games similar. You like Quacka Melee. Castlevania you know... Grokka is an offshoot of Castlevania, basically. Inspired. Uh, Heavily inspired.
0: I actually just downloaded a Castlevania game. Which one? Castlevania uh, Grimoire of Souls.
1: Good game. Good fucking game. I like that game. I like Harmony of Dissonance, the one that's on 360. The
0: only problem is is it seems to have microtransactions in it.
1: Yep, it does. It's a pain in the ass, but it's fun. Okay. Uh, It's a cool game, though. I would definitely say if you've never played a Castlevania game, this is kind of the collection to get your feet wet and to like really introduce you to like Castlevania as it kept going forward after Symphony of the Night. This is like what kept it moving in that direction. So, uh,
0: Let's see. After that, they announced the Mario movie. It's an animated movie, right?
1: Well, they didn't announce it. They announced the voice cast for it.
0: Gotcha. Do you want me to go over the voice cast again?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: As long as my cat decides to not come back to me um here we go again with the t- t- cat uh so chris pat is Ma- chris pratt is mario anna taylor joy is peach charlie day is luigi jack black is bowser keegan michael key is toad seth rogan is donkey kong fred Armisen is his cranky kong Kevin Michael Richardson as can make Sebastian Maniscalco a spike and surprise cameos from Charles Martinez. Do you think this is a good cast?
1: I think it's a great cast. I think Nintendo's kind of going for, and I I bitched and complained a lot online about how maybe it's disrespectful to not have Charles Martina play Mario, but maybe now I'm just going to sit back and say maybe that's not what they want. I guess it's not. They want a high level box office smash hit mario movie and how do you get that you put people in it that people want to see play those characters or not necessarily play those characters but people they think would be great at doing those characters do i do i agree with a lot of the casting no i don't do i think they could have casted better people yes i do do i think that the movie's gonna be funny as hell yes i do first of all illumination is doing the animation so it's absolutely gonna be a banger because they're the people that make despicable me and they do amazing animation and they're they're probably the best studio animating human beings outside of Pixar. And it's really yeah. hard to animate human beings and make them look like lively and like not scary.
0: What we should. What we should do is do a deep dive of it.
1: The movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you'll have to wait a year because it comes out December twenty first, two thousand twenty two. Got a release date as well. Which I think was really cool. So they're going for that Christmas Day release.
0: All right. So next they announced Splatoon Three, which I'm excited for.
1: I am getting Splatoon Three. I'm gonna jump in feet, full feet this time. Um, I I waited too long to get two, so I didn't get it. And I thought that, well, because I always thought that okay, it was it was just not gonna be. All right, they're gonna they're gonna close it down. They're not gonna do any more stuff. And then they kept doing more stuff and more stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'll eventually get it. And then I'll eventually get it. And I never got it. So I feel like now is the time to just say fuck it and not get it. And then just get three when three comes out.
0: Well, they need to fix the online ability. Like, I was really excited for Splatoon 2. Because, like, I saw me and Jim having a lot of fun with that game together. It, we couldn't we couldn't pair up together.
1: I hope they fix that, too. I, I think, again, Nintendo go Nintendo, right? Like, the, the thing they don't care about the most is online service. Like, they don't give a shit. Like, they really just don't. Like, and even if the game requires online, they just like, eh, well, if it works, it works. Like, I don't want them to have that attitude anymore. If it works, it works. No, it needs to fucking work. It's one of the core features of the game. It has to play well online.
0: Then I heard they came out and said, oh, yeah, Band of 3, we're really sorry for announcing it so early.
1: <laughs> so that's how they close the show. And if you want to hear me scream louder like a schoolgirl child, like, from an announcement... I am I I absolutely love Bayonetta. I have bought this game so many effing times. I bought it on PS4. I bought it on Switch. I bought it on PS. I bought it on Xbox 360. I bought it on uh, PS3. I bought it on fucking the Wii U. Like I've owned this game so many times over again. I love Bayonetta. I love Del May Cry so much, and Bayonetta is like a spiritual successor, basically. Devil May Cry like a spin-off essentially because the people who made Devil May Cry, I mean the people who made um the people who made Bayonetta are ex people from uh Capcom that started Platinum Games. And they created Bayonetta. So
0: I've I've never played the play. I only played the Bayonetta games real quick, and I heard you have to start on easy because I was having trouble. Well
1: <laughs> Yes and no. So if you want like a hardcore experience playing it, you can play it on normal first playthrough. You can, Uh, you get the most benefit playing it on easy because it's kind of like Devil May Cry where like your gameplay stack on top of each other. So when you beat it on easy, then you can go play it on normal and all your stuff carries through. So it makes your normal playthrough like not that difficult, but still enjoyable. And even trying to like like gold rank and platinum rank all the levels in the first game was tedious. Even just doing it through. uh through the normal the normal way of doing it i actually don't actually you know what i don't own bayonetta on switch yet and you know what i actually think i'm actually gonna buy one and two on the switch now and replay them again
0: i actually i bought two on the switch it comes Hard with come. one
1: it comes yeah. with one digital i know if you buy it i think if you buy it in japan it comes with two cartridges that has both of them on it or it's two separate cartridges i can't remember so it's it might be worth looking into to buy it from play asia i think i'll probably just buy both digital Because I know you still get the same deal digitally. Like if you buy two first, you get one and a half at like half the price. So I definitely keep waiting for them to go on sale, and they never go on sale. But I think the next time they go on sale, or even the next time the physical version goes on sale at Best Buy, I think I'm just going to scoop up a copy. Actually, I think the game's I think game's delisted now, physically on Switch. I don't think you can buy it anymore. I don't think they sell it physical. So your copy might be worth a pretty penny at this point. Cause I, I don't think it, they make it anymore, but I think the coolest thing about the Bayonetta trailer is it starts up and then she comes on screen and she says, she's, uh, she said something to the court of, I love being fashionably late. I know I'm fashionably late, which is a knock at the fact that this game has been in development for so long yet. They've shown nothing. And this is the first time we actually got to see the game in motion. And I know a lot of people were bitching and they were like, wow, it's really sad that, you know, Platinum's being held back by the power of the Switch and that this game could look so much nicer in a modern console if it got that modern console treatment. And to those people, I'll give you a big middle finger and I'll say, fuck you, because guess what? Bayonet has never been about graphics. Bayonet is about gameplay and combat. And they hit everything in this game. The game is absolutely
0: stuck on the plane. I couldn't do whatever ability they need me to do
1: to move the storyline. You Need to do the dodge. Yep. I... You need to do the, the perfect time dodges. Those are not hard to do. Um, but they're they're tedious. And if you don't pay attention to the button prompts because they come so quick, you'll miss it and then you won't you won't be able to do them. Um, I know exactly what I you got stuck on cuz I got stuck on it on the PS4 because I hadn't played Bayonetta in a while and then I was like, "All right, I have to remember how to do this." All right. Now I remember how to do this. I'm good to go. And the controls really aren't the greatest on the Switch for that for that person. I played the demo, or not the demo, I played it at a friend's house. And I was like, mm, I really don't know, like the way this controls on the Switch. But I'll probably still play well, it anyway. But the cool thing about Bayonetta, the new Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3, is that um, all the creatures that you can control with her hair, like her hair turns into all these like monsters, you actually fucking play as them to fight monsters in this one. So it looks absolutely insane. Like insane. It's like kaiju battles now. It's like giant monster fighting giant monster. And it looks super fucking cool. It reminds me of like those Power Ranger scenes when like the Rita would make the monster grow and then they would fight it in the Megazord. It's like that. Or like King of the Monsters. It looks really fucking cool. Uh I'm I'm sad again because there is no release date still. So I think well it said twenty twenty two. So they gave us a window. So what I think that means is we're getting this next Halloween or next next fall we're not getting this anytime soon it's probably a year out they're gonna polish it up they're gonna do as much as they can especially with nintendo being the publisher on this actually i don't know if they are now because i know platinum's trying to publish all their own games themselves now they're not trying to run this to this um into this rut where everyone's publishing for them they're trying to do everything themselves now but i know nintendo paid for this game so It's going to have a lot of Nintendo quirks. Um, I don't know if you watched the trailer for this at all, Clyde. Did you? No. So Bayonetta is now heavily clothed. There's no scantily clad Bayonetta anymore. That's gone. Nintendo. that's good. Nintendo Nintendo Bayonetta. She is modernized for a more PC world. Do I have a problem with that? No. No, I don't. Because it's not going to affect the the game itself. It's not going to affect the core of what Bayonetta is. I know a lot of people are already upset about it i've read i've seen a lot of posts on the internet people bitching and complaining that she's not scantily clad and takes away the essence of bayonetta but is that really the essence of bayonetta (laughs) yeah she's sexy yeah she's you know a heroine and she flaunts her curves and all that stuff and it's every over sexualized and over the top but who's to say that the game's still not going to be that way she's just not going to look that way because that's not acceptable in our culture anymore unfortunately or maybe it's not unfortunate. Maybe it's it's a change of the times, people. Let's just understand that. Like we can't sit back and just be the same. We have to better ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. I know I'm talking I'm talking from a soapbox right now, and you may not want to hear this, but like this is what needs to happen to move forward in gaming. Like we can't be smut peddlers forever. It's not it's not possible. If you wanna be if you want to, if you want super scantily clad bullshit, go play Hentai versus Evil. There's games that can do that for you, but you're not going to get it here. And I don't, I don't need you or anyone else bitching, complaining about this, bringing down the game because I think it's going to be an amazing fucking game. And I don't want to get poor, poor, terrible reviews because she's not scantily clad. I think that's ridiculous. And that shit needs to stop.
0: Mm-hmm. Gaming is becoming more inclusive and rant. <laughs> Uh, no, I was gonna say that gaming is becoming more inclusive. Hundred percent, it is. That's why they have to do this.
1: Hundred percent, you have to you have to make a game everybody's willing to play. And to do that, you need to put your best foot forward, and you need to make a game that's successful and, and it's not going to. And I don't want to like say this like ch- tongue in cheek or be cheeky in how I say this, but you have to play a game that every that no one finds offensive. And I know people don't like that word, but that's what you have to do in these days. Everyone has to be able to play it or feel like they're repre- not represented, but that they're not that they're not resting on stereotypes and the laurel of sexualization anymore of females or males. It goes both ways. That stuff needs to stop in gaming. It really does. And I think like this is a nice first step forward. I also, this is also the conclusion of the Nintendo Nintendo Direct. Like, this is it. That was the last thing they showed. I was shocked that that was the last thing they showed. I thought they would show one more game. Oh, they did announce one other thing that we didn't talk about, and it was a very big piece of news. Sakurai will be presenting the last official character roster member for Super Smash Bros. on October 5th. So, October 5th is the announcement of the final... Smash Brothers character. So that's very big news. It's going to be a very big presentation. So you're going to get you're going to get obviously you're going to get the and it's interesting because with this one it's you're going to get the trailer that announces the character and then I think right right after that is the Sakurai presents. So he's going to show off all the move sets and everything right away. We're not going to have that waiting period that we usually have to see the Sakurai presents. It's going to be the same day now. I also think the character is going to launch right away. That's my 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 guess is that he's available that day. Whoever it is. So now, now with that being said, Kali, who do you think is the final smash brothers character? Hmm. This is it. This is the last one. We're not getting any more. So who's it going to be?
0: The Tyrannosaurus Rex from Mario par- from Mario
1: from Mario Odyssey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Claude! I love how you went like totally left field with that. Not <laughs> pick a logical pick, Joe. I'm just gonna make you angry and pick something that's super far fetched and will never happen. But now you want it to happen, don't you? No, I don't. I don't want the freaking dinosaurs. The last character.
0: Why not? That'd no, be no, awesome. Though
1: it's gonna be another fucking sword person from fucking Fire Emblem. Then piss everybody off. I think that would be hilarious. I really would. I also think it'd be hilarious if they announce another sword character and he goes, "Psych! There's one more character, and here's who it is." And We get two characters.
0: Oh, what about if it's another sword character from Pokemon?
1: <laughs> it's fucking far fetched or uh, surfetched with his sword. Same- with his sword, yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 surfetched with a sword. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly think after all the bitching and the complaining, Nintendo finally listened, and they're gonna do the impossible, and they're gonna make everybody happy, and they're gonna give you Waluigi
0: master chief
1: that's who everybody thinks it is but now if you were gonna put master chief in there would you announce game pass alongside alongside of it the game Pass yeah. come to the switch
0: but they're not gonna do that
1: no they're not so i don't think we're getting unless we're getting some deal where we're getting like halo master chief collection on the switch which that'd be fucking rad
0: well you know they're slowly so nintendo and uh, and xbox are getting pretty close Well they play nice dead. in
1: the sandbox with each other yeah
0: well, that Banjo Kazooie is a is an Xbox exclusive.
1: Well, it's a rare game.
0: Yeah, which is owned by Xbox.
1: Everything's owned by Xbox, Kali. Uh. My underwear, <laughs> the you use, or that you don't use, but other people use. Like that's Xbox. Everything's owned by Xbox. All right. They probably own the feed to this podcast. We don't know. We don't know.
0: Alright, on that note, is there anything you'd like to say to sum up the entire Direct for yourself?
1: It was great. This is the best Direct we've gotten in a long, 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 long time. Like, it hit a lot of notes that I wanted, personally, as a gamer. I felt like this is a very Joe-ass Direct. Like, it was like, hey, Joe, you want to spend all your money in one place? Spend it here. Fuck your PS5. Throw that shit in the trash. Turn it off. Don't play it. And they're like, one of us. One of us. (laughs) And they're like, play the Switch play the switch and i it 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 makes me feel and i stuttered a little there it makes me feel that switch still has a long life life cycle ahead of itself this we're not we're not ending this this cycle of the switch or this first iteration of the switch anytime soon like nintendo has lineups coming i was upset that there was no no rumored fire emblem remake which is what was heavily rumored for this and we didn't get it so that was kind of sad and still no retroid prime trilogy which makes me upset every time that they announce stuff and they don't announce metroid prime trilogy because i'm like how are you gonna play metroid prime 4 but not give us metroid prime trilogy
0: i like the direct uh i liked it a lot the voice of stars looked really cool
1: dude it's dope go play it
0: uh triangle strategy getting a a, a release date is fantastic the N64, I definitely want to see more about. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get more out of that. And the Splatoon 3 announcement was really cool for me.
1: I mean, it wasn't really announcement. It was more of like, this is what it looks like. Like they showed gameplay. Like they announced it at the last or at the last year's either last year's summer direct or this year's summer direct. I don't remember which one, but they did announce it at the last direct, and then this one they kind of like flushed out. They even told us like there's humanoid things coming back now, like the mammaloids, the mammamine mammalies, mam- 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 or what is map mammaly i don't fucking know how to pronounce shit but yeah there's like a different that different human race is coming back so it's not just gonna be squids you're gonna be able to change into these like human like things and it looks dope like the game looks dope i kind of want to play splatoon 3 i think the thing i'm most excited about from this entire direct is either um the the card game from square the voice of the stars or I'm really excited to play um triangle, triangle Strategy and then Kirby just blew me away. Cuz Kirby's just it's just it's just Kirby to the next level. It's like it's like when they made Mario 64 and Mario made that jump to 3D. This is like that moment for Kirby. An open world Kirby game is that moment for Kirby. I think this can get a lot of people into Kirby that were never into Kirby before so yeah that's those are my thoughts on the direct i thought it was very very well done um it's absolutely hilarious that the direct happened the week that we record this because we didn't plan that at all we had a completely different topic planned for today and i texted kalai as soon as i got halfway through the direct and she didn't watch it yet she called me while i'm in the middle of the direct i'm trying not to spoil anything for her she said that she already saw half the results so i was like all right fuck it like this is our topic this week because it's just such a good direct that we need to talk about this. Like everyone needs to hear our our thoughts about the direct and they probably want to hear them. But you know, I want to turn it over to you guys. What do you guys want us to talk about next month? I want you guys to pick next month's topic.
0: Yeah, let us know.
1: So let you guys tell us time. what you want us to talk about next month on Nintendo Driftcast. And how can you do that? Well, if you're part of the Lubros Facebook you can go into facebook and i'll make a thread and i will either put a poll up or i will just ask you to openly submit topics and what i might do is after you guys openly submit topics i will actually then make a poll and it'll be voted on and the topic that gets most uh the topic that gets the most uh votes will be next month's topic
0: and there you go folks Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a Patreon. Please come to our Facebook group. Uh, listen to the loop bros. Listen to avocation to climb, which is our Xbox. I know that they're planning to do some really cool sh- uh, episodes uh, for Halloween trophy. with the two, two, three, nine. No, no, no. There's no trophy shit in my Nintendo podcast, buddy. Wrong, wrong cast. Hey man, wrong cast. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you all in the next episode of DriftCast.
1: Later, guys. (laughs)